Hi, everyone. This is Latrice Ferguson from the Workplace Learning Professional Development Team. I'm here with my colleague, Rachel Watts. Say hey, Rachel. Hi. This is Rachel Watts, Training Generalist for Workplace Learning Professional Development. Yes, and you are tuned in for another episode of Interruptions. So you know our spiel by now. We believe the magic happens during an interruption. And it's our job as workplace learning and professional development professionals to provide tools for folks to have access to when that interruption happens. Yes. So if you listen to any of our podcasts, you've heard that all before. And today we're here to talk about um, something that we started calling the power of habits, but then we backed away from the power of habits. But just about this idea of habits, how they're formed. What are habits all about? So Rachel has been doing some research about it. So Rachel, can you start by telling us what got you interested in this topic? Why are you interested in even exploring this? Okay, so uh, (laughs) it's funny. It it all actually happened during uh, maybe about two years ago where it was... It was right after the new year, and I was thinking, hmm, I'm going to make my my yearly New Year's resolutions, but this time it's going to stick. I'm actually going to do it, and making a concerted effort of actually making it stick, I did a little bit of research. Well, one one of my New Year's resolutions was actually to read a book a month. And the first book I picked was Charles Duhigg's Power of Habit. Okay. And that that's really what um, kind of created this motivation of, of studying habits. And it's, it's an excellent book, and I, and I highly recommend it, uh, where he talks about the science of habit formation and how habits are formed in his own personal stories. And he actually used a lot of stories from different companies like Target and Starbucks. Gotcha. But why did you pick up that book? Like, you said you wanted to read a book a, 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 a book a month? Yeah. Right. So there's tons of books out there. Right. Why that one? Oh, honestly, I just, I Googled habits. <laughs> why did you Google habits? Well, I Googled habits t- in order to think about how to make my New Year's resolutions stick. stick. Oh, that's yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So to kind of create, because we've, we've all heard about, you know, oh, in order to form a habit, habit you have to you know do it for 21 days yeah but I didn't buy that okay. because I would be really good on let's say a diet for mm-hmm. 21 days but mm-hmm. after 21 days I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm done. back mm-hmm. right gotcha okay so mm-hmm. that makes sense so you were trying to figure out how do I make this particular whatever goals that I'm mm-hmm. setting for the year how do I make them stick right exactly. and so you went after some information so what was the most insightful thing like I know um, we'll link to the book and people can read the book if they're interested but what was one of the most insightful things that you gathered from that? Uh, so one of the most insightful things that I gathered from Duhigg's book actually was how easy it is, how he was, uh, it, okay, it sounds easy, right, but it's not <laughs> easy, but it sounds doable uh, if you stick to it. And I'm one that is like, oh, okay, yeah, habits, if you do it for 21 days, it'll stick. And like I said before, I didn't quite buy it, but kind of researching and looking at the science behind it, like the why behind mm-hmm. habit formation, that's what really drew me in. It's all about finding, okay, why do we do the behaviors that we do? These acquired behavior patterns. According to Duhigg and his research is that there's a cue. It, it mm. almost reminds me of like Pavlov's dogs, mm-hmm. right? You hear a bell and the dogs start salivating, waiting for food. Mm-hmm. And I know humans, we're not dogs, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think there is some truth to that. Like something triggers like this desire, this craving. So for instance, uh, 
it, it's like this desire or, or craving for fast food. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and talk about that. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a fast food. I have a habit of fast food, mm-hmm. but it can turn into a habit of making the decision of, oh, it's been a long day at work. Oh, I made a meal plan, but it's going to require some extra work when I get home of mm-hmm. cooking. And mm-hmm. I drive by so many fast food restaurants. So the trigger is actually seeing like the signs and knowing like what to expect you you go in you get your food it's easy yeah <laughs> you but bring it home. so you you were going down this path at first about it's easy yes yeah. what do you think is easy about is it easy to form the habit or what do you i think what what is easy is actually the the whole idea of how habits are formed so, so let me just go ahead and give you like the general framework don't um, give it all away because we have a course <laughs> That we are teasing. That's right. So That's give us right. the high level. The like, high level. Yeah. Okay. So there's 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 a trigger, right? That kind so of. So wait, 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 wait. You got to break it down. <laughs> there's a trigger. What do you mean by a trigger? Well, something that. Um, so so the trigger is something that kind of sparks like this interest or or like a reminder of, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm hungry. Ooh, I want to eat. What do I eat? Um, and you see these signs, right? Fast food, and I, I know what to expect. Well, okay. So there's a reward there. Okay, right. So you're, you're. <laughs> do you have a habit of eating fast food? Um, you know that's interesting, right? I would yes or no question. <laughs> <laughs> there's no such thing as yes or no questions. There's always some. What is what is a habit that you have? If you don't mind sharing. Okay, um, a habit I have. Uh, Maybe a workplace habit or something. I don't know. What what kind of habit? Like, I'm trying to think of a habit that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was hoping if you had one, it would make me think of one. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's the thing, right? So sometimes people don't even realize mm-hmm. that something that they do mm-hmm. is a habit. Okay. Uh, okay. So I, I facilitate sessions. I, um, and I have this training session of workplace habits that hopefully um, people will listen to this and want to attend. Mm -hmm. And one of my habits that I've been made aware of um, when facilitating is if I'm challenged, I don't think I want to talk about that. Why not? (laughs) Why do you want to cut it? Well, you know, it, it's 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 it could be like a sign of weakness. That's okay. Terms. Okay, we all we 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 got superpowers, but we also have weaknesses. Yeah, too. that's true. That's so we're true. not cutting it. Uh, Keep going. No, cut it, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I tend to back off uh-huh. if I'm pushed a okay. little bit too okay. hard. All right, um, and, and I, that, that's kind of a vulnerable yeah. thing to say. No, um, but that's to people. That's like where it's real, mm-hmm. like right. So okay, mm-hmm. so. If we have this habit, or you have this habit, if people are pushing you mm-hmm. or feel challenged in some way, you kind of back off. Right. So then in the studies, mm-hmm. you were saying that there's something that triggers that. Right. So as we explore this trigger thing, mm-hmm. am I understanding you right and saying the trigger is when you feel challenged? Yes. Okay. So that makes sense to me. Right. All right. So if I were to think of a habit that I have when I am challenged Mm -hmm. I actually go all the way in so we're like totally opposite yes right okay and so sometimes it's not the right thing to do either right right? okay and so um trying to understand 
how I want to break that habit if mm-hmm. it's something that I want to break, right? Right, right. Um, I'm not so sure I want to, but <laughs> I think that's a part of the discovery that we talk about in the class. Do you is it right. something that's serving you well? Right, right, right. And, and not all habits you want to break. Mm. There's some that you can recognize that it is serving you well. Mm-hmm. But maybe there could be you know some modifications or or actually just being aware of habits because it's kind of funny. Because you asked me, oh, well, name a workplace habit that you have. And, and mm-hmm. you have to kind of stop and think about, hmm, what, what are these habits? And, and, and habits are choices, right? But they are repeated so frequently that it almost becomes involuntarily. Mm-hmm. Like we stop thinking about those particular actions that mm-hmm. we do. Or we don't notice that we're doing it until someone points it out. Right. And you're like, wait, yeah, I, I, I do have a habit of kind of backing off a little bit. And I was told that um, my body even reacts where I take a step back mm-hmm. um, when I'm facilitating in front of a session, um, which is interesting because, like, what's the reward for that? Like, mm-hmm. why, why what, what purpose is it serving mm-hmm. for me? And that's why I think the course that you've developed or the workshop that you've developed mm-hmm. is so powerful, right? When mm-hmm. we first started talking about this, we were going down this road of, oh, I have a habit of eating fast food or, right, oh, right. I have a habit of getting a chocolate bar uh, at the end of the yeah. day. And while those things are true, mm-hmm. when I think about the profound nature um, that habits can have on your day-to-day, those are mm-hmm. absolutely um important things right because they have to do with your health and Mm -hmm. you want to do better but then when you really start digging and thinking about what habits do I have that Mm -hmm. are causing me not to be effective in my workplace right Right. and so that's what we're all about we're here trying to help people be effective in the workplace so all right well good thank you for sharing that Rachel see (laughs) that was awesome people need to know we're we're super we have our superpowers but we also are vulnerable as well um let's see what other things do I want to talk to you about? So I have a question written here um, about this whole idea of how can I get a firm understanding of what my habits are and what should I be thinking about? What mindset do I need to be in to even be able to identify mm-hmm. um, habits okay. that I want to break? Right. Do you have any insights on that? or Right. It, 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 it's interesting because, uh, you know, we, we kind of um, demonstrated that with you asking me, you know, to think on the spot of, like, what are your workplace habits? Mm-hmm. And and like I said before, it, it, it doesn't come up so easily. So mm-hmm. having this moment of kind of self-reflection. Uh, and one, oh, one other thing that I learned, and, and I learned this from uh, actually a, a conference that I just attended where Barack Obama was the keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. And you were co-headlining with him. <laughs> Because you were a speaker, too. But anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Yes, amazing experience. We did not share a microphone, though. Uh, At least that I didn't know. Uh, So he he actually said something about change, and it was about behavior behavior changes of how people, they're not going to change necessarily unless something happens. So something, and I'm going to use this word again, something triggers like, oh. Interruption. An interruption. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And he's talking about his habit of smoking Mm. and how his wife, Michelle, did you know his wife's name was Michelle? Oh, that's my girlfriend, <laughs> yes. Me and Shelly go way back. Absolutely, I know Michelle. Because um, when they go high, low, you go high. Right, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> 
And he was saying how, you know, she was, oh, this is such a disgusting habit. You know, wh- why do you keep doing this? And, he, you know, he didn't feel like it was a disgusting habit. It mm-hmm. was something that relaxed him and went on. He told that story of how he, even though he knew it was bad for his health, mm-hmm. it it didn't matter to mm-hmm. him. And what that interruption was, was actually uh, when his kids were growing up and they were old enough to start asking him mm-hmm. about it. So that inspired some sort of change and to go back to your question because it's kind of a Mm -hmm. roundabout way of asking uh is is actually paying attention talking to others Mm -hmm. and and it's it's kind of like using your i want to say active listening skills or communicating with other people with partners um and being open to feedback yeah because again i do have the habit of backing off um when i'm challenged and, and and thinking about oh wait a minute do I do that I absolutely do do that mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. it 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 almost became like subconscious in my subconscious yeah and, and I noticed that you know thinking about well how does why do I do that like what's the reward what's in it for me mm-hmm. even though it's not serving me well because my job is challenging people to kind of think outside of their comfort zone. So to challenge back, not mm-hmm. to get into like arguments or mm-hmm. debates, yeah, but yeah. to push back and have them think through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tied to my values. Yeah. And my values is to please people. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, aha. Uh-huh. So right. that's interesting. And that's why I love this stuff because it all like, it fits into everything that we talk about. Right. right. So, First of all, you, I think one thing that I hear, and this is probably, this is just from Latrice's lens. Um, one, you have to have, if you can't think of what the habit is yourself, mm-hmm. using the model that we share in the class, mm-hmm. you are able to eat more easily recognize them. Right. I think another tip that might not be covered as much in the class, but you just said it here, is to have people who care about you give you feedback. Right. Right. Absolutely. And so sometimes um, we have to, all the time actually, we need to be sure that we have somebody in our circle that mm-hmm. will say, hey, Latrice, you know what? That is not serving you well. Right. right. You know, because sometimes we can be comfortable mm-hmm. or uh rest on things Mm -hmm. that are not serving us well right right and then the other last thing i was going to say is in all of our classes we always say pretty much like if you are doing something Mm -hmm. and you're not getting the results that you want yes then you got to do something different right and that actually can help with that self-reflective part where you if you don't want to necessarily rely on or wait for people to give you feedback or you don't want to necessarily ask um, you can give yourself feedback. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, um, I was talking to one of my colleagues, and he he was saying, "Wow, I can't believe it's already June. Mm-hmm. I have so much to do for June. I need to figure out, you know, how I how I have all of these projects, and it's, June is just going to be a horrible month for me." Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that is a moment right there to think about, okay, well, productivity wise, mm-hmm. productivity habits what have I been doing to prevent me from keeping on task, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you can kind of, self, like I said, self-reflect of the habits of thinking about your day. When you come in, do you do you choose to have your email notification on? Is that a distraction mm-hmm. or that leads to a certain habit of, oh, I'm going to do this? Or, you know, checking your, your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Let's be real, you know, going on social media mm-hmm. um, during the day or, you know, taking a little bit longer breaks or, mm-hmm. again, it, it's 
it's, it's going and thinking, okay, what, what behaviors are not serving me well? I have this idea, this goal, but those behaviors are not getting me towards those goals. Yep, yep. So it's a very insightful workshop, I will say. There's some exercises in there that really are helpful in helping you understand um, what's serving you well. The sessions are all online on our ohr.gatech.edu site, mm-hmm. and you can find them. What is the name of the class? The name of the, ha- the class is Habits, a Framework to Reach Your Potential. Okay. And even though it focuses on workplace habits, there's definitely some crossover of looking at, like, personal enrichment as Mm -hmm. well as that professional enrichment. Mm -hmm. Some of the feedback that I've received is, again, we we don't stop and think about our values and how our behaviors align or misalign Mm -hmm. with those values. So I think the the class absolutely creates that opportunity for you to kind of pause, think about it, and have an action of, you know, how you can get on track. Awesome. Is it a half-day session? Uh, not quite half-day. So okay. It's a three-hour session. A three-hour session. Yeah. Right. So we invite you guys to come and explore this idea of habits with us mm-hmm. um, a little bit deeper. Hopefully something that we've said has resonated with you and that you will come and check Rachel out in the session. Awesome. Are there any final things you want to, one final nugget you want to give? or? Yeah, uh, I think that... Um, in our particular culture here at Georgia Tech, that we, you know, we kind of pride ourselves on innovation, collaboration, but when we kind of think about it, do we actually serve those purposes, mm-hmm. have those particular values? And one thing that I really want to challenge people to think about is, you know, do the things that we do really, in the way we behave, do they really match our values? Mm. And if they do, you know, life is good. We feel satisfied. Our personal values or Georgia Tech values? I think both, actually. Yeah. I I know we try to strive for the so-called work life balance, mm-hmm. which, you know, that could be a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily agree mm-hmm. with that. Mm. <laughs> okay, we should do another podcast about that. Because <laughs> I don't think you can always have 100% balance. Like, there's going to be some crossover. Mm. I see it more as a seesaw okay. type of idea. So you don't believe you can have it all? Down. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say that. Oh, but different. equal parts. Equal parts. Okay. Right. All right. We're going to do another podcast <laughs> about that. Because that sounds interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, equal parts. So again, it, it's kind of like you know, if if you're gonna talk the talk, you mm-hmm. want you want to walk, walk the walk, yeah. yeah, for sure, because it will diminish your credibility when you don't. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, and this workshop will just help you get closer there. Yes. So I've enjoyed chatting with you, Rachel. Oh, Hope you guys enjoyed listening to us again. I'm Latrice Ferguson and Rachel Watts, and we are workplace learning professional development. You have just been interrupted. Mm-hmm.